the Hot Take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. Coming up later this hour, Ken Barkley's got some National Football League for us to hit as we continue to break down Super Bowl 58. We'll talk coaching hires uh, made in the last couple days. Mike McDonald to the Seattle Seahawks. Ron Rivera hired by the Washington Commanders. Oh, I mean, I mean Dan Quinn, another defensive retread. It'll be interesting to see how that goes in our in our nation's capital. Uh, we will take your bets, your trivia questions, uh, anything you've got for us in the world of sports. YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Keep sending in the bets. Keep sending in the Super Bowl trivia for us here on the show. We will read them coming up in a little bit. And in the Power Hour, final hour of the program, give you all our bets coming up for tonight. But joining us right now to kick off hour number three on this tremendous football Thursday. You know, it's it's been too long since we had this guy on the show, and it's a great time to bring him on because we're at the All-Star break right now for the National Hockey League. The, the playoffs are, playoffs are kind of like right around the corner in the National Hockey League. So joining us right now on the show to break it all down, the great Dennis Bernstein from Sirius XM NHL Radio and the fourth period. Uh, everyone should be following Dennis on Twitter at Dennis TFP. Dennis, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. It's great to hear your voice. Nick, two things. Great piece on you. It's awful announcing today. Fantastic. And what I didn't know, Nick, is that we are fellow Fordham Rams. So that's a great You went to Fordham? No way. Is that true? No way. (laughs) You went to Fordham, Dennis? I grew up in the Bronx. Yeah, I went to grew up in the Bronx. I went there graduate school. So I went to Lincoln Center in Manhattan uh, while I was working for a uh, music company. But yeah, I'm yeah. A so he Miami went to the foo- he went to he went to the Foofy Fordham. All right, I went to Rose Hill in the Bronx. Okay, so I oh. was actually on the mean streets. Dennis was was uh was you know with with all the high rollers over in Lincoln <laughs> Center, right, Dennis? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great, Dennis. Great to be with you guys again. Dennis, are you? Uh, I think our, our producer told us. So the the NHL All Star Game it comes up in a couple of days. The format always kind of. I I just never know what the format is, and I think they change it all the time. But you're it, you're in Toronto, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Well, games in a couple of days. What's it What's it like? Kind of All Star Weekend. I think things obviously haven't totally gotten rolling yet. What's All Star Weekend usually like? Well, Ken, it's not the beach like it was last year, where everybody was hanging out at the Elbow Room in in Fort Lauderdale. But it, it's massive here. It's huge. There's a fanfare every year. And when you go last year, was at the beach? There was a few people there. You know, the Florida Panthers, they don't have a huge fan base. Here, in the rain, there's lines down the street to get in convention center. It is huge. And remember, there's going to be a Four Nations tournament next year at this time, and then the Olympics in 2026. This is the last All-Star game for three years. So they're going out with a bang. It is a massive event in this city. Maybe not, maybe not resonates with the rest of North America, but here right now in the moment, there's all kinds of things going on. I'm going to have to squeeze in time to go to the event because there's so many activations and parties and concerts going on. It is a huge thing for the NHL this year, Ken. 
and I, I should have known, by the way, that Dennis was a New Yorker from the Bronx from his from his pronunciation of the word huge, which he has turned into huge, which is definitely a New Yorker thing. So you can hear that in uh, in Dennis's voice. My friend, uh, now that we've reached the midway point of the NHL season or whatever, All-Star break, whatever, uh, what is your strongest thought as we get set to enter the second half of the season in the National Hockey League? Um, there's a team that's won 16 straight games, which never happens in the Edmonton Oilers, which is an amazing run. And not only that, when you think about the Edmonton Oilers, what do you think about? Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, winning games 7-4, 6-5. They're not doing it anymore. They changed coaches in November. They brought in uh, Chris Knobloch, um, the coach uh, who was the minor league coach for the New York Rangers, and they took off. They're playing great defense. Now, they've had a soft schedule. They, if you look at the last 16 games they've played, Nick, to be honest with you, it, it's not like it, it's not Vegas, it's not the Rangers, it's not the Bruins. But you look at the scores: three-one, two-nothing, two-one. They are playing exceptional defense. They're back-checking. They're they're blocking shots. Something that you never thought would happen in Edmonton. I think for right now, that's the most stunning thing. And with all that, there's a team in Vancouver that's playing way better than them. The Vancouver Canucks have been amazing. They've been great. They made a big trade. Um, yesterday to get a lace Lindholm. But uh, to me, the story right now in the moment is the 16-game winning streak. They're closing in on an NHL record. I think they'll tie the record, I think, in, in Vegas after the break, and then I think they would break it in Los Angeles when I get back to L.A. But that's the big story right now, this incredible run by the Edmonton Oilers. And obviously, like Vancouver, a team we've rooted for a lot on this show, where like I'm literally on, on Twitter and I go, like, oh, we only gave up Kuzmenko? Like, that's all we had to get? Like, I just... <laughs> It's just, it's amazing what happens when you bet on the team and like the stuff that you end up noticing and rooting for. I don't even know if Lindholm's any good. Dennis probably thinks he's pretty good. Dennis, in the, in the Stanley Cup market, you bring up, you bring up the Oilers. It's funny because like Flames fans are in there just like, ah, he's washed up. Like he won't do anything. I was like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to feel about that. In the Stanley Cup market, Dennis, it's a a really flat pricing. There are a lot of teams kind of compressed that are, are all kind of viewed as having about the same chance to win the Stanley Cup and the Oilers by virtue of that winning streak that they're on that you mentioned are one of them. The Avalanche and the Oilers are essentially the two lowest price favorites basically everywhere, but like right alongside them, the Bruins, the Panthers, who we haven't talked about yet, who I think are really good, the Hurricanes, the Rangers, the Stars, like these teams are all, like if you want to bet one of these teams to win the Stanley Cup, they all essentially pay the same, a 9-1, to 10-1, to 11-1 to of that top group. So let's say Colorado, Edmonton, Boston, Florida, Carolina, the Rangers, I'll throw Dallas in to seven teams, the original seven. Who would you bet to win the Stanley Cup right now? <laughs> You're giving me seven choices. That's great, Ken. Thanks. Um, I picked <laughs> Carolina over Dallas. I mean, in, and, uh, how about we make it eight, Dennis? Put our... San Jose in there. Put San Jose yeah. in there also, Dennis. You can pick the, the Sharks also. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I think right now, like, I picked – uh, Carolina over Dallas. Right now, because of the play of Nathan McKinnon, who is, I guess, less than a scratch pick to win the Hart Trophy for the MVP in the league right now, I like Colorado. I think I want to see what they do with the trade deadline because now Vancouver made the big play. They went out and got Lindholm. What does Colorado do? Did they, did they bolster their middle six, get another player, maybe another score? But the way they're playing, the way McKinnon's playing, if Cam McCarr still uh, stays healthy. They've got enough. Now they've got a problem with one of their players that's in substance uh, treatment and Valerie Nachushkin, but I, I really like what Colorado is doing as well. But I, I think it's great, great value for any of these teams because, Ken, your point is is that legitimately there are, except for San Jose, there are seven teams that conceivably could win. Like the Winnipeg Jets, is, they're playing great. they got a guy in Connor Hellbuck who could win the Vezina Trophy, which is the best goaltender in the league. 
any one of these – it's so close right now, Ken. I think that's the key. I think you may want to wait to the last 20 games of the season see who gets really hot down the stretch and then make your, your, your choice right now. But legitimately, that, th- those odds are not – uh, are, are very, very accurate because th- there's there's not much to choose between all the teams that you mentioned. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday talking the NHL and the upcoming second half of the season into the playoffs with the great Dennis Bernstein from Sirius XM NHL Radio and the fourth period. Follow Dennis on Twitter at Dennis TFP. And as Dennis accurately said, uh, Awful Announcing did a great piece on me and everyone should go check it out at awfulannouncing.com. Uh, Dennis, we know that you are a postseason award voter. You don't have to reveal like what your vote is right now, but I wanted to say like at BetMGM and Ken alluded to this earlier in the show, you know, Nathan McKinnon, as you called it, is uh, what the scratch pick, the scratch favorite. Uh, minus 135 to win the Hart Trophy at BetMGM. Kucherov plus 300, McDavid uh, plus 400, Austin Matthews, Pasternak, Artemi Panarin, some of the players behind them. As it stands right now, Dennis, do you agree that Nathan McKinnon should be that big of a favorite to win the Hart Trophy? Who's your pick right now to be NHL Most Valuable Player? Yeah, it's McKinnon right now. Now, Kucherov could happen to something to say. But the fact that Colorado's doing much better than Tampa, I think, weighs in there, and Connor. He's been on an incredible streak, but he was hurt. Uh, the, the slow start by the team. His point total isn't there. So I, I think he's a prohibitive favorite. Right? So that, that's my choice. If I had to vote right now in the moment, Nick, I, I would vote for Nathan McKinnon. I think he will wind up winning it. It'll be his first win. Uh, he came close second uh, a couple of years ago to Leon Dreisaitl, but But right now, I think he's clearly the most valuable to his team because of what he does on the ice and the, the exceptional record of the Colorado Avalanche. Have. It might be a close vote. You know, certainly Connor McDavid, just on name brand alone, is going to get something. Maybe Austin Matthews, if he scores 70 goals, he's going to get some votes as well. But I, I think right now the consensus pick is Nathan McKinnon. I wouldn't be shocked if he did get the award in June. If uh, if Nick doesn't mind, Dennis, I would love to just roll through some rapid-fire awards with you here, selfishly, because I care a lot about your answers. <laughs> and I don't get to talk to a lot of people about this. I mean, who do you talk to NHL awards about? Like, when a really obscure market. So you mentioned the Vezina and you mentioned Connor Hellebuck. Uh, like, one of the stories of the first half of the season is that basically in every single category of any significance, he's number one. And it's like one of the reasons why Winnipeg had a really good first half of the season. My view, Dennis, I'm curious if you agree like, I think Thatcher Demko is the only other guy that can kind of go get him. I don't see a lot of other contenders because Hellebuck has been so good. Do you see it that way, or is it more wide open than I'm making it out to be? No, 100% can. Absolutely. The, the only guy who would be in the conversation because he plays a lot of games would be Bobrovsky in Florida, but I don't see that happening. But, yeah, the, the problem is is you have a third candidate because the Bruins are so great defensively, but they split between Elmark and Swayman. Like, Swayman's a better goaltender, but plays half the games. So, so based on the workload alone, it's going to be two guys. It's going to be Connor Hellbuck. It's going to be Thatcher Demko. And remember, this is not a vote by the writers like myself. That's a vote by the NHL GMs. So I don't vote for that. But I think it's down to two guys at this point in time. And, again, what you see in the second half of the season – if both guys stay healthy, one gets injured, but it's down to two guys. And I think right now, Demko's about five to two. That might be a nice price to get him in there, but it's definitely down to those two guys. You're absolutely right. Dennis, in about 30 seconds, seems like the Norris Trophy is exactly the same as what you were describing. Two players essentially the entire season have distanced themselves. This is for the best defenseman in the NHL for people with like the names with, with what the award actually goes to. Uh, Quinn Hughes of the Canucks, who's like been the best defenseman so far this year is the favorite, but Kale McCarr, who's like potentially a legendary defenseman who's won this award before is also a short price. The market says it's just those two. How would you have those two rated right now in 30 seconds? Quinn Hughes first and Kale McCarr second. And that's how I would vote them right now. Quinn has been amazing. The team is doing great. He's a leader. He wears the C. 
Campbell Carr is going to win multiple Norris trophies, Ken. But I think this is the year for Quinn Hughes. Look at the numbers. Look at his plus minus. Look at the time on ice. Everything aligns with a, a Norris Trophy winner. And Quinn Hughes, if he wins, will certainly be deserving of it. But again, I think the only mitigating circumstance would be injury factor. But right now, I have Quinn Hughes slightly ahead of Camel Carr for the Norris Trophy. Dennis, I got to be honest, you're making me really happy so far. And if, if you answer this question the way I'm praying that you answer it, then it, we're going to be four for four here. In about a minute, the Adams Award is given to the NHL's top coach. Uh, this market has strongly favored Rick Tockett of the Vancouver Canucks basically the entire season. But bonus of the Jets, Chris Knobloch, who you mentioned, is like his price is cratering because I think what you mentioned, they're, they're doing something historic. How many coaches do you think are, are really in play for this award? And how much do you view Edmonton's winning streak and potentially voting Knobloch? block i think if they keep winning he's, his price is going to come down i think if you want to take a fly on chris Knobloch, you do it right now right because if they went up winning five more at that point the price is going to be lower i, I do think it uh, unless unless the oilers go and win the division and pass vancouver which if you look at the standings that's going to be a challenge with 40 some odd games remaining things down on rick Bolton and rick tockett and everybody looks loves rick tockett right he's been on tv knows all the boys with a tnt panel He's a prohibitive favorite right now. I think he's less than, than even money to get it. I think unless Vancouver takes a backslide, and let's say the Winnipeg Jets wind up first in the West, then you might see Rick Bonus get it. But right now, again, I, I think the, the it's priced correctly. Rick Tockett's your prohibitive favorite. Wouldn't be shocked if he takes Jack Adams uh, once we get to June. Well, Ken, I think that was, uh, was that what you were looking for there for that answer? Yeah. Knobloch is the guy I was really curious about because you don't, you don't see a coaching change often midseason and the team does, I mean, breaks the record for wins. You just right. don't see it very often. Yeah. Makes it makes it crazy. All right, Dennis, let's close with this. Uh, I'm at BetMGM right now. The NHL uh, changes the format like every year. I, I don't even know, like, this is like I'm reading like Sanskrit here. I don't even know what this means. Uh, NHL All-Star Game winner route, right? There are four teams, McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, and Hughes. We've got the skills competition, the accuracy competition, fastest skater. Uh, Dennis, is there anything that you like for the All-Star festivities in the National Hockey League? Any, like a team to win, a player to win? I, I don't know any of the stuff here. I can, like, if you like a market, I can give you the prices. Any, anything there for, for, uh, from you? I was I did my research because I had to come prep to this show. Nick, let's go. Uh, the one-timer competition. Leon Dreisaitl, if people don't know, Google his stick. They call him the burger flipper in Edmonton because his stick is so long and the, the blade is incredible. I think he's going to win the one-timer competition. You probably get on around maybe plus 500. And you got David Pasternak and Austin Matthews. But the way Leon delivers the puck with that crazy stick – I like him to win the one-timer, and I'll give you one more. I think Matt Barzell got a legitimate shot to win the overall skills competition. He's fast, he's shoot, he's accurate, he's a really, really great passer. I'm not sure how hard Connor McDavid is going to compete in this. So the two picks I would have is the one-timers, Leon Dreisaitl, and the overall skills competition. As an underdog, I like Matt Barzell from the New York Islanders. Uh, Barzell plus 850 to win the uh, the outright Do you see uh, Dreisaitl's price? He's like 7 to uh, 1 in some places. Yeah. The burger flipper. Not the burger flipper. <laughs> Uh, and the favorites, by the way, are Connor McDavid and Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Kale McCarr. Ooh, baby. Dennis, we love having you on the show. We are even now, even more than I know that you're hashtag Ramily, a Fordham Ram. Stay well. Enjoy Toronto. We will do this a lot more as we come down the stretch of the season into the playoffs. Nick and Ken, it's always great at being on You Better You Bet. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Yes, it is. It is great being on You Better You Bet. I I mean, he's the best. He really is. Coming up next, more National Football League. Nick and Ken here on a Thursday.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.